Hello and welcome to Trish Rock Inspires podcast and TV show where you will be inspired by people truly living on purpose and loving life. Perhaps your passion, your purpose and your empowered self will be sparked into action. Enjoy this episode and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello and welcome to this episode of Trish Rock Inspires and I'm thrilled to have with us today the beautiful Vanessa Finnegan from Holistic Bliss Magazine. Vanessa uh, created Holistic Bliss Magazine 12 years ago from scratch and she is also a published writer and facilitator and today we're going to be talking about money and healing. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks so much Trish, it's a joy to be here. Oh, so grateful that you're on here and so fantastic that, um, you, that you're coming to talk about this topic and I just feel that it's so inspiring and is going to really help people's understanding of um, of money greatly. So thank you so much for your patience because I, I know I haven't been an easy person to catch. So <laughs> <laughs> that's quite all right. And as you know, everything's always in perfect timing. <laughs> perfect divine timing. So what have you learned about money and healing um, over this last little while, I guess, but, you know, over the course of, of your career as well? Oh, I've learned so much about money since having the magazine, really. So before that, and most of my adult years, I was really just focused on and excited about how could I assist people? What could I learn about healing and well-being and and so money wasn't really factored in it was it was almost like I had money out here and you know yeah. it wasn't really that important it was just like I just want to do the work and assist and and I just you know paid my bills and had enough money to live and I wasn't really thinking about much more than that yeah. um and then I gave everything away in my late 20s, which admittedly I didn't really have that much to give away. Um, <laughs> but still, <laughs> yeah. And then I meditated for three months overseas. And wow. so, yeah, there were a lot of experiences I had where it was wanting to know the ins and outs of the world of healing and consciousness. And so it wasn't until I... I created the magazine where I started to actually go, okay, so I, I really need to educate myself and, and kind of know more about money because I could see the value of creating money and, you know, it could employ people to assist, you know, the magazine growing and things like that. It could give me more flexibility to, um, to travel and all sorts of things. So, I then started to go, oh, okay. Um, at the two-year mark of the magazine, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I started to go, look, this is kind of the make or break point where I've really got to work out is this financially viable to keep to mm. keep going with it, and you know, because I'd really just funded it myself for the first few years to get it off the ground. Mm. And you did everything yourself too in those two yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So it was at that point. And then I interviewed some people and I started to cast the net out wide and really started to get the, the energetics of money. So uh, that was really interesting to me. And then it sort of became this fun journey. Mm. So, you know, rather than money sort of being out there and not important. Um, and I had some spiritual beliefs connected in with it as well. So it was a journey to sort of let those go and, and, mm. um, and, and allow there to be more ease with money. Yeah. Did you think, um, do you think that when you um, let everything go um, in those earlier years, it was a good practice for you of letting go of the attachment of things? I think that oh, is absolutely. a big sticking point for people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was meditating full time and I had nothing and I was completely happy. And it was, I could have, there was a part of my personality that could have kept going long-term with that. Mm. Um, and, you know, there are, there are people that do decide to do that and that's, that's their choice. Mm. Um, you know, whether it's being, um, you know, a, a monk or some, you know, some other way of um, not working, but still having a spiritual life. Uh, I just kept getting the message when I was meditating that I had more to experience and, um, yeah. if I had continued, I think it would have been really avoiding living my life. So, yeah, there's that calling, isn't there? Because sometimes even now I think I just want to go off somewhere and be off the grid and <laughs> just have nothing and just grow my own veggies. <laughs> but, we, you know, there's a calling in so many of us that, you know, we're here to, we're here to expand not only our own soul but helping others with our message in the meantime and you're certainly doing that through through the magazine and uh yeah and I, I think it's 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 um and interesting there after after two years because there's many people probably watching this that have that pivotal point in their business too where it's like well I can't keep going like this um but you know having blocks around money uh stops them from expanding or even employing people yeah exactly mm. yeah and I've, I've definitely found that too working with people over the years with the the, the most beautiful hearts doing the most beautiful healing work or work with spiritual consciousness and and yet the money side of things doesn't come easily or it just is um, not seen as a contribution and almost like there can be a lot of beliefs around uh, suffering almost or, you know, kind of like dying for your art um, mm. in many ways, you know, it's, um, and it doesn't have to be that way. If, you know, if it is in fact a suffering and it is something that the person wants to break out of, mm. um, it is definitely possible to. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good thing. And we bring a lot of those things in from past lives, don't we? All the martyrdom and the poverty. Mm -hmm. And I certainly know I, I worked through all that. The interesting thing is, though, that with my poverty mindset, I didn't understand that I had it for so long because I had a business that had massive cash flow. So yeah. I always had money. Yes. Um, I certainly wasn't a good custodian of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think I had to because it kept coming. 
But moving from that business to something different, that's when I realised that I, I had that poverty mindset and that's what I needed to work on next. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we get put in different situations that bring out certain aspects of, of ourselves that is the next thing to work on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, yeah, so identifying those belief systems, as you know, that is that is what you're working with people to to identify. Uh, and, yeah, they can be quite hidden, those belief systems um, around money. And yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that are reinforced in the healing and spiritual fields too, where it's almost like, you know, if you don't have much money, that's sometimes seen as, you know, you're more of a spiritual person and things yeah. like that where, where it can be reinforced. So I found when I started to make more money, I started to get more judgments from, from people. It's like, well, isn't your magazine supposed to be like a spiritual or a conscious or a healing and magazine? So I, I mm -hmm. noticed that. And that's, that's often what people avoid. That they don't want to experience those judgments. So they don't go any further. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Is that one of the things that you've learned working with so many spiritual people over over the years? Yeah, and I mean, mm. it, it's um, it it doesn't. I don't let it stop me. And this is where I learned that lowering our barriers and receiving the good, the bad, the ugly, which is actually a tool that I I found from Access Consciousness that's really worked um, mm. for expanding the business and. You know, being able to receive means that money can flow in all directions. And it's also about receiving judgment, which it's not comfortable. You know, it's, it's, it, it's a muscle to, to build, you know, to, to really lower the barriers and let it go through you and, and to not let it stop you. Mm, mm, it's interesting isn't it because when we do open up to receive we do also open up to receive the opposite like the contrast as you say and it doesn't feel very comfortable mm. um but uh you know that's <laughs> that that is something I've been going through recently and and you have to kind of think well okay um I've, I've opened up to receive this this and this and this is just a byproduct of that and that's just going to bring up some stuff for me to deal with rather than blocking everything and saying well I don't want that so I'm just going to yeah. block everything yeah exactly and then that also blocks uh the money flowing so it does it does and uh with the energy of money uh do you kind of uh, you know, a lot of people get caught up on, on money having value and money doesn't have value. It's just a piece of paper. It's yeah. the energy that it, it, that it is and the value that um, has been put on it to exchange in, in another way. So do you find that seeing it as, a, as an energy um, has helped? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was really aware of, when I created the magazine, there was a real joy um, in creating that and watching it grow and having more people come on board to assist. And I just noticed the more enthusiastic and the more joyful I felt, it, it was like the money also flowed as well. And I think that's a really interesting, oh, it's an interesting. interesting thing that, um, that we can actually be in that energy of joy, yeah. um, which could be the energy of money. 
Absolutely. It is interesting, isn't it? R rather than the, you know, the anticipation or the frustration of not having it, but then expecting it to come, it's a different energy. Ah, yeah, so true. And, you know, there's certainly been times with the magazine, as you can imagine, with deadlines, yeah. you know, so we've got spaces to fill and there's that constriction that you experience and, I wasn't aware of that in the first few years of how much I was constricting and, and worrying about. Oh, gosh. Worrying about the hows, you yeah. know, is one of the surefire ways of constricting our energy. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's, it's not always easy to let go, but it's, it's correct. <laughs> and, yeah. you, you know, sort of. I would kind of say it as digging deep, but other people would probably describe it differently. But I, I just found that the more, uh, the more I was prepared to, to let go of the limiting beliefs and um, expand and be in that, in that joy, think there was an ease that came with it. Um, and you know, disclaimer: I'm not a billionaire, and you know, I'm not a financial <laughs> expert, but. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's that um, experience of a business that is starting to, you know, build a life force of its own, and that's that's been a real joy. Yeah, um, to yeah. to watch and to be a part of. And that's it. And and the other thing behind all of that is that when you're when you're offering value in some way to the marketplace, it's going to come back to you in some way. And so, uh, you know, for people to be uh, res resentful of other people that are uh, successful money-wise, I guess, it's, it's really coming from something within themselves that is asking the wrong questions. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is where, you know, a reframe of, of it, you know, if someone does come along and say, hey, you know, aren't you supposed to be doing it this way or aren't you supposed to have not very much money, you know, yeah. all of that kind of thing is, and there can be quite a lot of anger at times yeah. connected in with that. And so the way I see it is, you know, rather than sort of see that as, oh, am I doing something wrong for people to be saying that sort of stuff to me, I kind of see it as, well, what if that person is just at that edge where they're kind of going, I just want things to change. And, you know, they're looking at you and they're going, I want that change, but I don't know how to, I don't know how you got there. And, and that frustration and anger, I, I totally understand. And so there is that opportunity for facilitation and I've seen it so many times. And then the person goes on and they break through and, you know, things expand in their world. So yeah, I totally get it. That's actually absolutely happened to me as well because I, I was kind of feeling, oh, well, this isn't happening in my business, so I'm obviously not valuable, but I was pinning my value on money. Mm, and yeah. my value is not nothing to do with money. No. And I, I think that difference alone um, has helped me immensely. And, uh, you know, and obviously that's one of the things I help people with too is finding their own value. But, you know, we all go through that at some point. But I think also the detachment mm. is, is important, the, the detachment to things. Yes. And, uh, you know, I've started with nothing a few times now and uh, by choice, 
So I'm not really attached to anything. I love having beautiful things around, but I'm, I'm not attached to it. And, and um, that has made a big difference to me, a yeah. big difference in the stress or the worry of it all. Exactly. Yeah, it's got to be congruent for yourself. And you, you know when it starts to feel like, oh, I'm just not paying bills or oh, I really wanted to have that particular thing and it's there's sort of some things that aren't in alignment. And then at that point it might be re-evaluating and going, well, was that really important? Yes or no? If it was, how can I actually, yeah. you know, what questions can I ask and how can I create more ease with working towards those things, whether they are material things or not, um, or just personal spiritual um, yeah. goals. <laughs> That's it. Right. And I love that question you ask, you know, how can I create more ease doing this? Yeah. Because we all want ease. We yeah. all want an easy life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all want that ease and we need to ask for it. And I mean, there's certainly been things about the magazine creating it and producing it every month that hasn't been easy, but we've we've created it more and more over time with ease. Okay. So it's that it's that kind of it's almost like a contradiction in some ways. But um, the questions I find during those difficult times help to then create more possibilities, and there's more of a there's more space. More space for more things to come in and receive. Yeah, it's interesting. Have you noticed over the last, uh, or what have you noticed over the last um, twelve months, uh, particularly in the in the spiritual uh, and healing communities? Um, what's changed? Do you think? I I actually haven't spoken to too many people in the holistic spiritual worlds that are finding things worse in their business in fact in many ways it's they've been able to assist more people and yeah. you know whether it's through their health products or their health services or their spiritual work uh, they can um, actually be you know providing their their well and they're they're okay they can provide um, even more at this time and yeah. it's it's kind of like the the transition for change is where people that haven't experienced any sort of personal development growth work start to look around. Well, what can I do? Who's available? And so, yeah, many of the businesses that um, I've been speaking with have been able to put their hand up and say, yes, I've, I can assist you and I've got yeah. services. So, but yeah, it, it, you know, it's, I think it's been challenging for, for everyone in a different way. It's, it's very personal. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you can see by the amount of people that um, tune in and, and see the magazine online now, like globally, that so many people are reaching for um, new information or new ways to connect with themselves or, healing or or some of those spiritual modalities because the the online reach has just gone it's phenomenal <laughs> what's happened in the last little while with the magazine definitely I think you know people are still asking for the printed magazine and at the same time it's so much easier for people to click on a link read an article get that information contact the person yeah and yeah, yeah. and it, it, 
you're in lots of countries now too with the online magazine. Yeah, so the um, the free Holistic Bliss magazine app's been downloaded in 49 countries. Wow, very exciting. <laughs> That's taken a few years but, um, yeah. of, um, you know, sharing and, and, you know, it's definitely a team effort. All of the sharing that people do, it, yeah. it all contributes and, um, yeah. and there's that little bit of magic where, you know, you, you open up the statistics and go, wow, we've just been found in these countries how how did that happen you know yeah it's amazing globally people are shifting they really are and uh you know i think if the the beauty that last year brought to everybody was really opening up their hearts and saying well is this what i really want and for some people is this all there is (laughs) i don't i i want more i want more and it's really opened them up and i know a lot of um People that have come to me in the last uh, six to 12 months, uh, they're really, you know what, I'm not in alignment with what makes me feel good. I want to change that. And so Mm. I think last year was beautiful on so many levels for so many people to open up their true path. Um, Wasn't always easy, but it's changed. And the variety and the you know caliber of people that you have in Holistic Bliss magazine is incredible, and there's really something in there for everyone on a self discovery journey. True, and even you know in the early stages of the magazine, I was aware of people that would pick up the magazine and see a recipe, and perhaps go, "Oh, I'll try that. That's a bit quirky. That's a bit different," and that would shift something in their world and then there's the possibilities to read through the rest of the magazine and yeah, maybe be interested in, in other things too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So where do you think? (laughs) I'll, I'll just put this one out there for you. Where, where do you, where do you see the um, magazine uh, going? Where do you see it, it? Because it's expanded so much now where, where do you, what's your vision of it now for moving forward? Yeah, well, as you know, March last year, we created the VIC program. Of course, you're a VIC yourself. And um, so we, we want to continue that program as well as the, the columnist. And you're also a valued columnist with us. So um, <clears throat> those two online programs, we want to grow and, and develop and really find a way to actually this has been the new thing for me this year is uh, work with people more closely than I have before Uh, and you know everyone has a session as part of the the columnist program for example Mm. so just building in that time I think has been something that I personally wanted to to do I I really wanted to focus on quality um, not so much quantity this year so um yeah Yeah. and that's so Vanessa what's one tip that you could give people uh listening uh if they're not experiencing ease with money what's something they could do say or um feel (laughs) to create differently yeah probably if i if i had to choose one tip it would be find ways of receiving 
I know that's that's it's probably quite a big ask at times because as healers and being in the spiritual holistic world, it's often um, about giving and uh, you know it's a give and receive process. With um, however, I actually feel that the more that we can lower our barriers to receive in all directions. Uh, we can also have more ease with money. And it might be a journey. It might be working with someone um, to assist in that area to, to help with lower, lowering the barriers. And um, body work can actually be really, really helpful um, with being able to receive more and more and to be able to receive ourselves too. So, yeah. Yeah, great advice, great advice. So if somebody would like to um, either come on board with the magazine or um, simply find it uh, and start reading it and subscribing, where can they go? So holisticblissmagazine.com is where you will find all of our articles and uh, we're posting about 30 to 35 articles a month. So there's a, a nice range of topics and amazing contributors. And yeah, we're just so grateful for you contributing, Trish. And oh, you know, you. being able to yeah, be able to contribute to the collective energy of holistic bliss. Fantastic. And I'd highly recommend you go and uh, check that out on holisticbliss.com, holisticblissmagazine.com. Sorry, all the links are in the description. Um, and also the free app that you can uh, get, which I have on my phone. And it's super easy and you can stay uh, up to date. And if you would like to be a part of the magazine, reach out to uh, Vanessa and... Uh, and see how that will work for you. <laughs> There's a lot of ways that you can work with um, Holistic Bliss and uh, share your message uh, with, uh, with others and with the world. Goodness knows we all need it at the moment. We need all of you. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Thank oh, thank you so much, Vanessa. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, for everyone listening, please, um, uh, Follow the links in the description and uh, go and have a look at Holistic Bliss. Thank you. Thank you so much. See you, Trish. Thank you for tuning in to another inspiring episode of Trish Rock Inspires podcast and TV show. I am a psychic, spiritual guide and a transformation mentor and you can find me at trishrock.com you can find all the episodes of Trish Rock TV over on our Facebook page and if you'd like to be a guest on the show please apply for a media kit at trish trishrock.com see you next time